Welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And here we are, literally about 20 minutes after getting out of the cinema. We've just done a big old double bill of yeah. Scream 5 and Scream 6, which I believe is one of the first showings literally in the world of Europe. Yeah. In Europe. Obviously not press screenings included, but yeah, literally one of the earliest for the public to get to see. Yeah, is it out tomorrow or Friday? I believe in most. I believe in most of Europe. It's out tomorrow in America, for our American listeners, who does make up quite most of, a lot of our yeah. audience. Um, you sadly don't get to see it till Friday, so hopefully you'll avoid major spoilers. Uh, yeah, I, I think the best thing to do with a screen film. We were having this conversation before we went in. Is go in blind. Yeah, because absolutely. you don't want to find out who any of the killers are or any of the twists. That's kind no. of the main thing about a screen film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this is, again, this is a spoiler-free um, for anyone who can't read. Because <laughs> yeah. we will have posted it all over saying, spoiler-free, spoiler-free, just a reaction. This is just a short episode just to kind of give you a little taste of our kind of our thoughts and our feelings. We will obviously have to touch on character. I only think that was basically kind of trailer level kind of things is otherwise we literally can't talk about anything anything that was a slight little summary but none of it will go into we won't ruin any kills we won't ruin any set pieces or any killers at all will be mentioned in this episode um so no that won't be and we we won't even we won't even spoil killers who could have been (laughs) yeah we won't won't make any we'll let you go in with the hope and the thought of who may or may not be behind that mask at the end of the day Uh, but monday we are looking at dropping our full spoiler filled discussion so if you have if you check out this episode you see the film then come back and see as we talk more in depth about it as always, if you've enjoyed the show, if it's this it's your first time listening, please hit the subscribe button so you can help the show grow and you get it as soon as it's out. And leave us a lovely review. Now going into yeah. Scream Six. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How are you back. feeling about when we were? When we um, yeah. So um, I was quite. I, I was coming into this film. I was actually feeling pretty positive. Um, I heard a good. I'd seen a couple of good reviews, a couple of good reactions. Nothing spoilery. Um, I knew a little bit more than you because I'd seen one or two trailers, but I had avoided um, later trailers because this had about four or five trailers. By the there was a final trailer that was released literally like a day or two ago, and uh, and apparently had one bit in it that was quite spoilery. So I I was avoiding them at that point because I was like, right, I've seen it, I've got a tease of what this you know this one looks like i i was very into the new york kind of theme it looked like a good setting to have some good scares yeah um so yeah my 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 initial going into it i was quite happy and quite kind of what is this going to be without you know without sydney and with the new core characters but i was very positive about the idea of the new characters, the core four, <laughs> the core four, yeah, um, those characters having uh, their chance to shine and not really overshadowed by other characters. I'll jump over to you for your initial kind of in before we end. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you checked out our Scream Five review, like a year ago, I wasn't massive on Scream Five. Um, rewatching it again in cinema, knowing who the killers are, I did prefer it and I did enjoy it a bit more. And I kind of went into this film knowing that obviously Neve Campbell's not going to, not coming back for it, and it was moving to New York. So I was kind of thinking, well, actually, why not? 
I, I kind of thought it's it could be close to jumping the shark. There was some stuff in Scream 5 that I wasn't overly huge on that I found a bit... I don't know, it just didn't click with me. Scream for me has always been a bit more grounded. There was some stuff in Scream 5 I wasn't huge on. Um, but I kind of went into this thinking, you know what? It's a bit more of a fresher chapter for it. And one thing I, I will say is the... And it's not a spoiler because we know that Neve Campbell's not in the film. Yeah. I Whilst I know a lot of the reviews said that her presence is kind of missed, I do feel like um, it almost without Sydney and without Woodsboro, it was able to tell its own story a bit more. And I kind of enjoyed that. My problem with Scream 5 was... Mm. I felt that it was basically just Scream 4, but a bit different. Um, it was kind of doing a whole remake, reboot kind of thing. So Scream 6, having a bit of a fresher story, being away from Woodsboro, still kind of touching on the legacy of it, and there is still some meta-ness, but I kind of felt it was a bit more of a fresher story, being yeah. away from Woodsboro and following on from the, the core four, and our new characters, I kind of enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. Yeah. Picking up on a few, like, the points you said there. So, obviously, um, to get to those, you know, we'll, we'll definitely build more, I think, more into the positive than any kind of negative. But I will say that some of the things that I, like, know that kind of niggled you about Scream 5 and a few of the things that kind of got to me... Some of those are still present to yeah, say some that still it, it's not it's not perfect in that way. Uh, there are still a few of those things which, if you had a little bit of a problem with it in Scream Five, and for some of you, you might recognise what those are. But there are a little things I will say. You just go into this with the expectation that it's still the same filmmakers and they still approach some of the things in the same way that they yeah. did in the last film. So don't expect like complete miracles, but they have got, a, it definitely feels more like they get to tell their own story and do their own vision a little bit more in this film than they maybe did get to in Scream 5, I think. Yeah. I think Scream 5, they were a little bit more shackled by the legacy of the film. This one, although, yes, we do play into the legacy of the film, you know, anyone who's seen the trailers seen that it does have legacy, links to the legacy as yeah. in ghost faces and those kind of like parts that you see around and things like that. But it definitely gets to kind of take its own path. And I will say that this is actually very character-driven. Like yeah. I heard, much more than I thought, um, there were a lot, of, there's a lot of actually chance for uh, all of the new characters like Sam and Tara. They get to build a really nice bond and relationship, much more than they even did in the first one. And even, you know, with the, the Meeks uh, brother and sister yeah. twins and things like that, we really do get to kind of root for them this one this time. Whereas yeah. I think one thing that I think we definitely said about Scream 5, I remember seeing in our review, and this isn't spoilers of any kind, just to say that. One thing we said is it felt like we kind of rushed past a lot of the characters. And yeah. because we were trying to fit in Legacy and all of the new characters, it started to feel like a lot of them ended up getting a bit shortchanged. And I'd say definitely for the new characters here, we get to have a kind of a fresh kind of start with them in some ways. We get to really enjoy them in a different way, each character a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And I think just to say one other thing that I think is a little bit holding this one back in some ways, actually, if anything, was I'd say the the legacy characters that are around in this film yeah. are almost the only things at time that stand out for me. Um, it's not a spoiler. Gail Weathers is in the film. 
and at times I was kind of thinking, I don't know if you need to be here. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, uh, just, we, yeah. I'm not going to say why or any reason, and not that there's not great things for Courtney Cox in in her way to do, but there's I I, I just found at times I was a bit like she felt like a, a sticking out a bit. I mean, <laughs> kind of two points. I think going to the Meeks twins um, in Scream Five, I felt that they were very almost tacked on characters. It almost mm. felt like, well, we need to have, a, you know, we, we had Randy, then we had Kirby, we need to have a character like that. Yeah. So I kind of felt like they were a bit forced in and they didn't necessarily have to be Meek's characters, you know, they didn't have to necessarily be related to Randy. And with this film, I kind of felt like it fleshed them out a lot more, yeah. especially Chad. Chad is, yeah, Chad is probably one of my favourite characters in this film. Yeah. Uh, Mason, uh, Mason Gooding does a great, like, great job of really fleshing it out, making him both funny and sympathetic. And yeah, he's definitely. Not, he's not just the boyfriend jock that he kind of almost was in the first one. Not that he didn't have some funny parts in Scream 5, but he wasn't, like, well, consistently. Yeah. And we didn't really see him enough. We only saw him enough to be the guy that's like... Slightly funny at times, and that's yeah. it. And, and his sister Mindy did basically only get to be a Randy clone. Yeah, where she got a bit more fleshed out with this. Yeah, um, going to the to the legacy characters, I felt <clears throat> particularly with Gail. I felt that they'd they'd done Gail's angle before. So when I, mm. you know, the first time we saw Gail or we see Gail in the film, I felt like that bit had been played out before. Um, and there was a returning character who I personally didn't really feel actually added too much to the film. Um, the, the, I'm not going to say who it is, uh, but I didn't feel like they particularly added much outside of a little, maybe a red herring. But outside of that, I didn't, I didn't really feel that like the inclusion was necessary. Um, but they, I think there, yeah. there, there were a couple of little, little bits um, I know, I know. New York City is supposed to be very dangerous, <laughs> but there was, you know, there was a there was a scene where um, Ghostface is attacking somebody during broad daylight, and yeah. that bit was. I was like, well, it it looked very much like that bit was taking place on a studio, you know. Outside of the windows was was light, but you couldn't see anything. Yeah, um, yeah. But then there are a lot of the scenes that are at night or a lot of the actual ghost face scenes themselves. I don't want to, I'm trying not to give too much away are actually really well done. And there are some great set pieces in this. Oh yeah. This one, this one really does have some fantastic, um, anything you've heard about this one being, uh, bloodier, gorier, and just in general, the ghost face at times feeling more brutal. Yeah. It's definitely true. There are some really like brutal kind of angles that go here. Uh, there are some really intense scenes. There are definitely some really suspenseful scenes. And I definitely say this that's one area definitely that is better than Scream 5, 100%. Is yeah. This one has set pieces that I don't feel like there were very many long in Scream 5. It, everything kind of felt quite quick at times. Like A lot of the kills and stuff felt quite quick. Here... Some of them really do feel longed out, and you know, and not in a bad way. In a kind of, we get them to go for a journey. The characters have to go through, and then you know, there are a few little shocks and surprises along the way. Um, and and again, but I'd also like not not that there's not a few. 
just to say a few little logic flaws at times. It's a film. It's a horror <laughs> film. We're going to have that. There are always going to be these logic flaws. And yeah, and, and you know, as I said, a lot of it works. And I definitely say more of it works than it doesn't. Yeah. One thing that stuck out for me was it was paced a lot better than Scream 5. I think the film's on first watch is paced really well. Rewatching Scream 5, I did notice just how quick things seemed to move. It seemed to be like characters were introduced. One my one of my main problems with Scream 5 is, you know, Carl Gauner is a I think he's a great actor. Yeah. He's been in a, a lot of good films. I hear he's in Scream 5. I'm excited and then he's in like two scenes and then he dies yeah and it seems like it the film just goes through really quick um, yeah. i'm watching that watching it back that stuck out but it seemed like scream six was a lot better paced i can't say that there were moments where i got particularly bored or i found them particularly dull it seems like we have a good mix of relatively actiony set pieces in parts some pieces that are pretty tense and then, like you said, some character-driven moments where characters are talking. We get to see Sam and Tara fleshed out more and how the effects of Scream 5 have stayed with them. And yeah, I thought that was and really there's, a, there's also quite a nice, consistent flow of death. Sometimes sometimes with slashes or, again, with other, other Scream films, there are sometimes when you notice that actually it feels like you've gone ages without, say, a death or Ghostface doing anything. And there are some quick Ghostface ones in this one, but it does it feels nicely scattered throughout that you definitely don't feel shortchanged. And the other nice thing is obviously they've packed out the cast with extra people, some of which you know are cannon fodder, and some of which actually yeah. get a little bit more to do, as you'd expect kind of thing. But it's always nice when you come into an, a screen film and you don't feel like, oh God, who have they actually got left that they can kill off at this point? Like, yeah. are we just going to introduce characters for the sake? You know, and we've got lots more characters in this franchise and, and and it does give still an angle that we can still have some a little bit of life left to go you know yeah. moving on like from there kind of thing um yeah i i i do think for me personally on the upon first watch though there is there is something and i, I don't know but and this is so where it's good we're gonna leave a little time to settle before we do our spoiler one um, or maybe it won't be until I actually do a second watch, but there is there is something about the structure of the film at times. When I think about the, how this film played out, that it definitely felt at times, though, in certain scenes, as if there was something missing, or if they'd filled in certain ones. And it, it's hard for me not to think about yeah. that, the fact that obviously that they had to, you know, quite quite quickly had to rewrite the script in order to remove Neve Campbell from it. And I do kind of wonder what role she would have played in this. Yeah, that's it. You know I, don't I, mean? I don't feel like... I, Sydney's a very crucial part of Scream, but for me, it felt... I didn't feel like I was particularly missing no. her because I Scream 5, she's kind of... It feels like she's just brought back and relatively quickly. It only has a couple of scenes, yeah. And it feels like where would she fit in with this? So I don't, I don't feel like no. she was particularly. I'll definitely missing. be interested if we ever get the information of how the original draft yeah. was, oh, because yeah. 
just like no spoiler again, but just the way the film plays out, and yeah. even you know, to once we do get to the end, and once we do know who the killers are, um, it's just a kind of a case of again. I just throughout the film, I was just like, no, I can't, I can't really see where she would have gone. But I just, I, it's maybe with other characters that we felt were out of place. I almost wonder if that's where she would have filled in a little maybe. bit of a gap. Um, but yeah, it's it's that kind of interesting thing that you leave the film going with that. But I one hundred percent. Um, don't feel that I that she was needed, and I I was quite happy with the way it was left in Scream Five. Yes, I, I think they, I think in Scream Five they actually used Sydney the perfect amount. I think she came in for a little bit. She didn't need. We've we've had so much time to know about Sydney. We know stuff. We don't need to know more stuff. We had a quick thing. She got to do some kick-ass action. Yeah, she got to kind of pass the torch like they were talking about in the film, and she kind of left it there. And and it did kind of feel like even in that film they kind of set the table of. Why would she come into this unless there's a really good reason kind of thing? Yeah. And again, I, I can't say that there would have been a really good reason I could have come up with for why that would have happened. So, yeah, yeah, to kind of get that kind of point ahead, because I know a lot of people straight away, they'll be thinking about the Neve Campbell of it all. And I even said to you earlier that one of the reviews said that they fumbled her, like, Sydney's part in this, and I don't really get that at all. It's, no. it's not even a case of there's no... <laughs> You know, yeah. it, it is exactly what I wanted it to be. You know, it is just a, a passing kind of thing. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you said, it eventually it gets to the point where how, how can you tie Sydney into the story, you know? Um, no. Especially if you're, talking, if you're talking about the legacy of it. And if, I mean, I felt like uh, her story was relatively finished with Scream 4. Her coming back for Scream 5, it made sense. But then... Scream six, it's like, well, how are you going to get her in? And it, yeah. I, I think the ending of the film, uh, we will talk more in our spoiler one. It made it, it made the an impression to me of the franchise moving forward. You know, yeah. I, 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 I think that definitely. Um, I think that the good thing though, and this is a good thing that Scream Five managed to do because actually, to be fair, almost no horror franchise have managed to do this. I do think that they've actually managed to masterfully actually pull off the fact that, like I said about her limited screen time, and they, that she was just there purely and they were setting up almost as the legacy characters kind of thing yeah. in Scream 5. The whole film worked well as a passing of the torch while building some new characters that would have just enough interested in to follow them on. This film has now kind of secured those characters, I think, enough oh, yeah, yeah. that we can... I 100%, if we leave all of the legacy characters behind and just move on with these characters, I think we've got a new new life for the franchise yeah, that's... without feeling like we've got to the point where, oh, really? For fuck's sake, is Sidney Prescott being hunted again? You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's, it, I think it's, in one way, it's weirdly been a stroke of luck and I'm sure in some ways, I don't know if Neve Campbell will be kicking herself now going, oh shit, it did, like, sadly the money thing didn't quite work out for yeah. me. Um, but sadly, in one way, thank you, Neve, for letting your character kind of hopefully end on a good note get to go on and the franchise still gets to live on without you without feeling like other slasher franchises 
where you, they basically had to go to extreme measures in order to kind of change the character and could never stick with a character. Yeah. Or a, whereas this one now feels like we've actually got, and as long as you know General Tager and Melissa Barrera are happy, you know, yeah. within the franchise and you know seeing where anything goes, but you know, um, you know, those characters would be great, you know, if they can continue and if they do continue past this film. And it 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 goes back to letting the character of Sidney Prescott have a happy ending you know mm. it's this i don't know if it, it's this current thing where you have legacy characters and you almost you know you bring them out to die you know we've seen and it's i don't think it's not just recent but i mean if you look at um a nightmare on elm street nancy thompson dies early in that and yeah. then um jamie lee curtis dies in halloween resurrection and you know it's kind of that thing of you just let a character have a happy ending and yeah. not ha- not need to come not back. Not have to constantly not come, have back. To come like, back. Why to does fight. it just have to be about that kind of character? The story can that, end. You know? you know, and yeah, and they've, they've built up in a good way for that. So, um, anyway, um, let's just, I'm just going to, some some of the key couple of highlights, we'll just do a little quick back and forth yep. about them and then, uh, and then I think then we'll, we'll wrap end. it up because again, there's only so long we can talk without slipping up real bad and give you, <laughs> give so that we have to re-edit here. Uh, we don't want to do that. Um, so we had a, a lovely little four and a half hours at the cinema. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about the uh, new characters or the new characters, not even the ones from the last one, like the new characters in this film? Do you feel like they're strong or do you feel like they were... Um, I think the new so the new characters were okay. Um, yeah. I think the the re, the returning characters from Scream Five were great. They were a lot more fleshed out, and we actually got to get to know them a bit more as people and actually care for them a lot more. Uh, some of the surrounding characters were okay. Added some little bits. There were some characters I liked. Some characters who. We're just like we're just okay. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I agree. There were there were a few of the the, the brand new ones that are brand new for this film where, um, they they kind of some of them kind of even though they had several scenes they didn't really make much of an impact. Some of them only had short scenes and made much more impact in their short time. You know yeah. things like that. Um, and and there there was one one character that did that did stand out, and I don't even know what his name is. I know he's played by Josh Segura, and he's you know um, basically just described as the hot guy across the room. He was one character who <laughs> yeah. I will say like he and again he probably actually had less scenes than quite a lot of the others, and yet I'd say that he made a bigger impact in in the film, kind of that. Um, I was definitely the, the you know him and him and and then going to the previous characters chad mason Jude, uh, mason mason gooding gooding uh <laughs> learning about cuba gooding jr's I, son there yeah, I just um the um yeah he he was a standout um mindy got developed still wouldn't say she's quite strong in my mind in this film in some ways yeah i think she, um, she's not but sam and tara definitely get to build a much nicer uh, kind of thing where i know like some people found tara actually a little bit grating in the fir- in the fifth one yeah and didn't quite know if melissa v- uh, Bergara, Bergara, whatever Bergara. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like um if they she could pull off that you know actually being the leading lady and, and i'd say that she she definitely can work well in that and yeah yeah so um we've both mentioned about so returning any legacy characters we have here 
um, I, I'd say is quite a mixed bag. You yeah, know? I'd say like, mixed bag. You know, it's, it's not much more to say, and I don't want to go any more in depth into that, but it's a bit mixed. Uh, what about New York City instead of Woodsboro? <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I've, and one thing that I had was my problem with Scream 5 was it was very, and it was, it, I think it was a bit too meta at times. It was a bit too, oh, well, you could be the killer because of this, and it was too much about the rules and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas this one told, for me, it just told more of an interesting story. Mm. I, I will say about the, the, the saying about the rules, and again, it's not a spoiler in any way, is the uh, there is uh, there is a scene all about the rules. And that and was it, cool. It, because it's cool, but also because it almost feels like it's taking the piss out of the previous one by saying, yeah. like, yeah, we've heard this so many times now. Like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, that's what it and, felt like. And, 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 and it was kind of nice because it was played more as a funny scene instead of being this kind of serious, like, who do, you know, yeah. kind of scene. Um, I, felt that I felt as an actual, you know, as, an, as a setting, I felt it really worked. Yeah. I yeah. felt they really worked with it. I, I was worried that... Uh, most of the film was going to take place on a boat. Um, and I like <laughs> we were going to do a, a full yeah. Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, and I like that there was a Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, you know, Easter egg in there. Egg in Look there. out for that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, there were some really great Easter eggs across the film. Actually, really good, especially yeah. for the Scream franchise as a whole. Um, no, the, the the setting was fantastic, and yes, yeah, so, uh, you know, even though some people are thinking, like you said before, jumping the shark because it's going to New York, and your your mind just goes to Jason Takes Manhattan, it which does. is a really cheesy, great Jason film, but it works for Jason. But a lot of people are like, well, you can't, but you absolutely can. It, it they they make it make sense. It, yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with it at all. And New York has plenty of places that you're like, yeah, they're legitimately scary. You know, um, the first teaser trailer. Um, did the tube train scene with the subway awesome. when all I say is fantastic yeah. set piece. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. New York, New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for Sinatra's was there at best. Um, so yeah, deaths I thought were I thought were strong. Um, you know, we, we had quite a few and even even one of the, some of the ones actually that I was like, oh, not too sure about actually had a bit of a, you know, played out quite well by the end kind of thing. I had a different perspective on them, so that was quite cool. Yeah, and a lot of people spoke about the the kind of gruesomeness and the goriness, and yeah, we, at times, it was quite violent, and it never got to the point of being excessive, but it got no. to the point where we we looked at each other a couple of times, like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It, it, it felt very... It felt brutal at times. It felt like there was a lot of anger in Ghostface, <laughs> a lot of anger, and uh, and the nice thing is for those people that like to like you know pick apart them kind of thing when you're looking at you know um, there's a nice thing with I I think people will look back on Ghostface this time and be like picking things that are like oh yeah that's definitely yeah you know, for next time's movie, um, and then um, one thing that always comes with a screen film is the opening, um, nothing no spoilers no details specifically but how did you feel about the opening this time uh, the, the opening fucked yeah i think after after the first I'm, I'm trying to run through the openings of them in my head but not recount them um but i think out of the openings i think it was my favorite since the original i think it's a i think it it plays with it very well yes i i, I do think I will, I'll say that it did something that I think me and Robbie were both hoping about, yeah. that was we'd like to see the franchise take a little bit of a different turn in some ways and the opening does do that and not in you know 
if I'm thinking about it in my head, I really like you know the original, and I really like Scream Two. I think Scream Three is not that great of an opening, Rip and I think Scream Four is not that great of an opening either. Although it plays well, yeah. it's, I think the opening is the weakest part of Scream Four for me. Uh, Scream Five was uh, good, it, good because of the again it kind of defied because it was the one girl that survived kind yeah. of thing. So we kind of play that in. But this is one that legitimately feels like it kind of messes with you in that kind of way, and it has some, it has some you know characters that you don't expect it to go the way that it goes, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah it's it's really interesting in that way. Um, I think that that is the main kind of. I think that's the most we can do. We've talked longer than we planned to anyway. Yeah. So I think that's the most we can do without going into spoilers. I don't think we've given away anything. In there, we've tried really hard. <laughs> I think really I've hard. said. I think I've said the words no spoilers about twenty times in twenty minutes <laughs> or more than twenty minutes. Um, so yeah, my overall uh, opinion is you are going to have a great time with Scream Six. Um, yeah. It is. It doesn't feel like the franchise has died out. It doesn't feel like it's gone to a death. Um, it one hundred percent survives without certain legacy characters that you know we don't have here. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it it does give me idea that yes, from Screen Five, which I I still find it a solid kind of recall. <laughs> um, this this builds on that, and I, it makes me feel like I'm I'm hopeful that we'll have you know a third chapter in this new trilogy. Yeah, and I'm I'm hopeful that it goes to a certain extent. Whether we need any more than that third one, I don't know about that right now. But I'd be very happy if we just get one more and we kind of wrapped it up. Then I'd be happy with that. But Studios won't let that happen because these are obviously making a killing. Yeah, dollar bills. How you got any wrap up? No, man. I think you summed it up well. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll leave it there. And if you want, uh, join us on Monday yep. as we take a deep dive into the film, discussing spoilers. Until then, I would highly recommend going and checking it out. Support horror in the cinema and enjoy the film. And then come and let us know what you thought about it um, on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at CMTH Podcast. Hit the subscribe button as well so you get the episodes as soon as they're out. And if you could leave us a lovely review, it really helps. We will see you Monday when we get stuck into the spoiler-filled guts of Scream 6. Bye-bye.